Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week, we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations, and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. I'm Tony. And I'm Peggy. And we are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a small trailer. Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. This week, I want to talk about the RV industry as kind of a whole. And if you have been under a rock or are not aware, (laughs) the RV industry is experiencing an incredible sales spurt, as it were, because as you may know, obviously we have this global pandemic going on and people don't necessarily want to fly or even can't fly and don't want to necessarily go to hotels. Or, and there or aren't can. any cruises. Yeah, no cruises. The travel Those options typical are limited. vacation options. So what's happening? People are buying RVs and they're buying them left and right. Yes. As a result, the industry is way backlogged on deliveries, but not only because there's so much demand, but there is also a big backlog of parts. So I just did an article in RV Travel about this. It will be released on Saturday, and I got to interview several principals at RV companies and dealers and all of that. And essentially, there's just a lot of parts that aren't available because they're either overseas waiting to get here, right, or they are on a ship or whatever. So there's a big shortage of parts waiting to get to factories. Right. And even though RVs are predominantly made in the U.S., at least the ones obviously we buy here are made here in the U.S., there's a lot of parts from overseas. And even if parts like air conditioners and such are built here, they still use parts from overseas. So it's that overseas supply chain that's really hurting the RV industry such that... Even if we have locals that can make the RVs, they can't make RVs without parts. Right. So they have to wait. What's happening is, for example, if you wanted an RV with two air conditioners, for example, you may not be able to get that. They may only ship one because there are so few available. Or I talked to someone at a dealership and they said, typically... There's a choice of either an electric 12-volt refrigerator or a gas electric refrigerator, your typical RV fridge. And right now, the option is take it or leave it with the 12-volt fridge. <laughs> get what you get. Yeah, you get what you get. And if you want travel trailers from us, you're getting them spec in this certain way. So it's an interesting challenge. But the point of all this is that People are saying on social media, RVs are worse than ever in terms of build quality. And actually, that's not the case if you buy from one of the better companies because they're managing their supply chain, they're managing their deliveries, and they're building what they have parts for. And so there's actually been quite a bit of innovation in the RV industry and quality control because the smarter companies recognize that you may not just buy this one RV. Right. For example, I got to speak with Carl Miller, head of operations for Rockwood Flagstaff. And if you've been a listener for a long time, you know our RV is a Rockwood and I'm very biased. I think they're extremely well made. And he was saying, yeah, we have to manage 
all of this so that we do continue with the quality the way it should be and not overbuild and make products that are below the standards that we've set for ourselves. So I think overall, if you stick with a better brand of RV, you're not going to find that they're just slapped together to get them out of the factory. So if you're waiting for your RV or you're waiting for your awning, (laughs) um, yeah, parts are in short supply right now. And unfortunately, it is really affecting the repair chain in that if you have an RV that's in for repair, it might be a long time getting repaired, unfortunately, especially if it's waiting for parts. Again, some of the better RV companies are saying, well, we're going to extend your warranty a bit because we recognize that we can't get water heaters and those are a problem right now. And toilets, believe it or not, (laughs) there's a huge shortage as if there isn't bad enough thing with shortage of toilet paper in stores. (laughs) There's a shortage of toilets in RVs. So, Well, you won't need toilet paper if you don't have a toilet. (laughs) (laughs) It's good news. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Yeah, you know, you won't need that toilet paper. You're not going to be able to have a toilet anyway. Anyway, it's just something to be aware of. Check out the article over on RV Travel. And we have all kinds of articles on stressless camping as well. So check that out as well. Yes. We're going to come back in just a moment. We have a third time guest again. We're, we're getting a lot of repeat guests and that's good. Our good friend, Robert Morales, a.k.a. Traveling Robert. And he joined us today from the road. So yeah. it's going to be a little road noisy. But he's got some good stuff to tell us, and he was kind enough to pull over at a rest area and speak with (laughs) us for a few moments. Yeah, he is traveling, Robert, and he truly was traveling. traveling. So we'll be right back. Did you make our camping reservations? No, everything's full. We might have to rethink our trip. No way. Did you look at Boondockers Welcome? You remember they have hosts all over the place where we can stay free. Some that are totally off-grid camping and some with partial and even full hookups. There's all kinds of great places to overnight. Of course. And we even have a coupon code to join Boondockers Welcome on our partners page. You could save five bucks when you sign up. How could I forget? There are all kinds of great places we can find on the Boondockers Welcome website. Our trip is saved. And speaking of saving money, we will, since there's no charge to stay at any Boondockers Welcome site. It's the best deal out there, and it's a great way to meet local hosts and stay in local places and expand our journey. Well, I'm going to finish planning our epic road trip, and it's going to be even better with stays we find on the Boondockers Welcome website. And it's so easy to locate hosts along your next epic adventure. We have the privilege of having a guest come back and join us once again. That's right. We have Traveling Robert, Robert Morales, who has a YouTube channel with over 160,000 subscribers. And he continues to put out these fantastic travelogue videos where he tours around and shoots these really great videos. And then there's also terrific music 
associated with those yeah. videos that he writes and plays. And he's just a man of many talents and just a great guy. Robert, welcome. Thank you. And this is actually Robert's third time being on our show. Third? We're so oh, excited. Right. Yeah. Third time. Thank you, Tony and Peggy, for that introduction. And thank you for having me on your show. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Actually, I'm coming to you from uh, from, uh, from a service plaza in the Florida Turnpike. <laughs> uh, I'm heading north at the moment. We are just talking about Quartzsite. We will all three of us will be there this year mm-hmm. again. One of the writers who is living in Quartzsite at the moment said it's nowhere like he's seen it in the past. There's not a lot of people there. Yeah, well, come come January, it's going to get a lot more crowded, I think. I Yeah, I hope it so. It usually does. Yeah, he said yeah. it's not like a usual year. Of course, you know, what is anymore? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, all the Canadians are stuck in Canada probably, so that's probably mm. part of the mm-hmm. part of the issue. You know? Well, here's something he said that I didn't know. What they're doing is they're not allowed to come over with their RVs, so they get trucking companies to truck the RVs over the border, and they fly to the U.S., and then when they say, what are you doing here? They say, oh, we have an RV here in the U.S. <laughs> so they totally have a way around it. Uh, yeah. Like a second home, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's always a loophole, man. There's yep. always a loophole. That's that's life. So, yeah. so if you're gonna be in Quartzsite, yeah, as, come as I recall, we met in person for the first time in Quartzsite uh, two years ago. Yep, at Beer Bellies. That's right. <laughs> at beer Bellies of all places. Yeah. What beer better place, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. Over some IPAs. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah. I love Quartzsite. I love the 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 camaraderie. The you know all of us. You know getting together once a year uh, in that place. It's just awesome. Yeah. Yes. I'm so excited. And for us, it's a big change of weather too. Last year, I actually had to buy additional pairs of short pants. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, added to his 50 pair that he had here, but we didn't pack them because we weren't thinking that it was going to be short pant weather. <laughs> yeah. And two years ago, it rained the, the, the whole time. So, you know, you never know. You never know quite say. Yeah, didn't you get stuck? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, I, not I, you. I got I got voluntarily stuck. I decided not to move until the That's right. until the rain stopped. He thought he would get stuck, so oh, he didn't okay. move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, we thought, you know, since you've been doing so much traveling and you're such an inspiration to people, getting out there and actually doing it, how do you find all these great places where you've been staying? Well, a lot of it has been lately more since I have so many viewers, it's more it's been a lot of crowdsourcing. A lot of people recommend stuff to me and then i have uh, folders in my inbox you know one folder for each state and that's what i've been doing it lately but of course over the years you know i've done research like everybody else i google around i use apps like road trippers that give you like points of interest along your routes it's a plethora of different resources and tools but lately the the knowledge the 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 wisdom of the locals uh, telling me no you this is a place that you shouldn't uh, miss if you're in missouri for example Uh, it's being invaluable have you found a lot of places that are closed like campgrounds that you can't go to that you normally would have well this summer the problem was that uh, everybody was out camping yeah so, uh, it wasn't nearly impossible to find something uh, on a weekend particularly i mean I, I always managed to find something except for one night that i had to beg the the security guard at um 
at a rest area, you know, to, to let me stay for a couple hours for overnight. Because uh. it, wasn't, it was technically not allowed, but he said, you know what? I wouldn't let a, a, a tired driver uh, drive into the night. So he, he allowed me to stay overnight. But that, that was the only close call that I had that I, you know, I was in an area where, where Walmarts uh, were not, not RV friendly and I couldn't find any, anywhere else. Well, that's good that they let you because it's true. Like that's the point of a rest area is to rest so you don't fall asleep behind the wheel, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, more and more Walmarts and other big box stores are restricting RVers, whether that be because of the community or because of the store or their experience. And so mm-hmm. that old, you know, I'm just going to stop at a Walmart doesn't always work anymore. Right. It doesn't. Even the, even the apps that we use, like RV Parky, All States, they're not always accurate. And you should you should always call the store because uh, a lot of them they don't allow anymore. And I think it's in, it's, it's in part because of city ordinances, but it is also provoked by people staying at a, at Walmart like you know several nights in a row and right. some people making a mess. So I, I think as RVers, we should all be vigilant of that you know yeah absolutely that's what i have being, always being good neighbors yeah i always tell everybody that they should call even if you find it on an app even if you find it mm. recently on an app it's always a good idea to call and make sure that you're going to be able to have a place to stay yeah and some people abuse it you know you we've been to quartzsite and you've been to parker arizona that walmart in parker arizona is like an rv park it's yeah, you know, yeah. You, 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 sometimes you, you cannot stop to park and actually shop at, at walmart because you'll see 20 30 rvs in that parking lot uh, any given day in the in the winter yeah that's where i bought the shorts that i that's right that i had to buy last <laughs> there <year>. you go. <laughs> by then it was towards the end of quartzite and so i was okay yeah. and i found a mm. great mexican restaurant there in parker too that's right we went all the way oh, back really? well to you have to let again. me know you have to let me know because uh, i intend to go yeah we'll look it up and tell you yeah i'll have to remember the place i'll put a link in our show notes too you know i want to i want to go to that desert bar that is near parker so uh, yeah 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 it's like kind of up in the hills right yeah Mm -hmm. it's 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 like seven miles on this horrible dirt road it feels like (laughs) like 100 miles really and you have a video of going up there last year if i'm not mistaken right i have two videos actually i've been there twice already uh yeah it's it's a fun place you know everything is self-sustained all the all the power is from comes from from solar and they have like a battery banks uh, underground there somewhere it's 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 a neat place they have live music tony will go now just to see the solar panels (laughs) heck with drinking i just want to see their solar setup wait a minute what do you mean the heck with drinking (laughs) (laughs) what if you had to pick one (laughs) drinking yeah there you go (laughs) yeah i mean come on i can look at my own solar panels (laughs) now let me tell you on that on that road you 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 should get a designated driver for the for the trip back (laughs) oh yeah for sure or or limited to to one because it's uh yeah that's usually my job is being the designated driver is not a big beer fan and so when Mm. there's a chance to drink something new or different she's my designated driver (laughs) we always have to be safe so with the crowded parks and such do you find other places to stay have you found surprises on the road for cool places to stay that you might not have otherwise well there was an area uh, that uh, actually a viewer recommended and uh, yeah we've all heard of the ozarks and there's uh, the, the tv series which was actually filmed in georgia but don't tell <laughs> anybody that uh, but this this area is called the the um, and that was my, my biggest surprise 
from this past summer road trip. I, I, I went to the, it's called the Ozarks National Scenic Riverways. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's called the Current River, but it has all these uh, springs, you know. They're like like really high pressure water coming out of these springs. It's, it's almost like a reverse waterfall. It's it's huh. actually quite an incredible place. And the colors on the water, and um, it's quite beautiful. I mean, and uh, you don't expect it because uh, as I am coming from the east, eastern Missouri is flat, you know. It's, it's It looks a lot like, you know, it's the Great Plains. And all of a sudden you encounter uh, the, these mountains, well, you, you guys being from California, you wouldn't call them mountains. You would call them hills. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the highest uh, mountain range in between the, the, the Rockies and the Appalachians. So it's, it's, it's a beautiful area. I was so, so surprised. One of these is uh, I want to go back. Are you seeing changes in how people behave with so many new RVers? Or are they staying pretty awesome? Well, the, the, the only thing that I've noticed is the, the, the crowdedness of, uh, of some of the campgrounds. I mean, but I, but I mean, for the most part, people behave. You can tell. You can tell when, when there is a new person and they're trying to figure out how to dump or how to yeah. pack the trailer <laughs> into a place. You know, it's um, and it's always fun to watch, and then you go and help them. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've actually been doing RV basic training camps, and we've had a bunch of new RVers who literally one of them, you know, came almost right from the dealership to the <laughs> camp, and we spent mm-hmm. a couple of days teaching them all their different systems and all that it's kind of fun to watch their excitement (laughs) of dumping for the first time like that's a weird word to use but because they know that we're there to help them and then they accomplish it and they're like yeah i did it i didn't think i could do it (laughs) yeah yeah that's the final exam dumping your own tanks (laughs) yeah you know we've all had that that newbie moment and we will make mistakes yeah yeah it's always good to have someone to 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 guide you through at the beginning you know so any tips, if you don't have an audience of 160,000 fans, <laughs> any good tips for finding <laughs> hidden gems and cool spots? For the most part, I, I just I just go to the, the tourism boards of the different areas. Actually, let, let's talk early when I didn't have... Uh, a thousand subs. I, I bought uh, travel books. There's there's the, the moon guides, the lonely planet guides, and um, if if you have nothing else, they offer a lot of information. They're really good. Like the first time I went to Denver, I bought I bought this book. It was a moon guide, a walking tour of Denver, and that's what I used to to find all the all the different gems and the you know little historic things. Yeah. Like. Uh, you know, I, we passed by the house of the, this lady. Uh, she was a Titanic survivor, the unsinkable Molly. And at oh. the time, you know, she, she drove an electric car in, in 1912 or something like that. You know, it's, it's huh. like you, you find out little pieces of, of history and anecdotes that uh, a book, like a well-written book, they're, 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 there's probably not substitute for a well-written travel book. Yeah. Especially by a local. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if there is a place where you can go to other than amazon or amazon and find travel books that sounds like a great tip for a while it was i was like a travel book junkie i <laughs> it was a couple of years right right before i bought the rv actually i wrote i read all this you know travels with charlie by steinbeck and bill bryson has a bunch of excellent travel books and walk in the woods there's one about australia that since ever since i wrote that book that, that's my, like my next bucket list destination i want to spend some time in australia yeah I, that's us too we want to go there but we want to go there when it's winter here so it's summer there because winter is mm-hmm. bad 
because he has all those extra short pants. <laughs> he was, anyway. but it, it, it gets awfully hot there in the in the summer too. So maybe, right. maybe spring or fall are gonna be like the better seasons. I don't know. That's okay with me. I I like the heat. All right, then, 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 then. Yeah. Well, cool. So some great tips for finding places. When we come back, we're going to talk about one of those favorite places of yours. So we'll be right, right back. back. Remember that time we followed our GPS and ended up at the top of a cliff overlooking the campground? <laughs> yeah. I had to back the trailer down a mountain road. Remember the time we went on that twisty, windy road and hit our awning on a tree? Yeah, I do. But now those kinds of things aren't going to happen anymore thanks to RV Trip Wizard. Right. RV Trip Wizard lets you plan your journeys before you go and then use their app on your phone or tablet to safely navigate that journey. You can set parameters such as how far you want to travel in a day, how many miles you can go between fuel stops, and even read reviews of the campgrounds and places you want to go to. It all takes into account the size of your RV and more. Then you can rest assured that your phone isn't going to lead you into trouble. If you have an RV, you need RV Trip Wizard. Check it out on your discounts and deals page on stresslesscamping.com, where you can also listen to our interview with RV Trip Wizard and learn about the whole RV life suite. Now, now that's Stressless Camping. camping. We are back, and Robert Morales, a.k.a. Traveling Robert, is still with us. And if you have not yet looked at his outstanding videos, he has such a great way of telling the story of the travels, and he goes all over the U.S. He continues to do so. Robert, if you could find one hidden gem that you would say to people, oh my gosh, you have to go there, do you have one of those? Well, I already spoke about the, the, the Ozarks in the previous segment. That was one of the one of those places that I recently discovered. And it depends if you are in the near the West Coast, for example, I would I would take a drive up the 395 in yeah. California. It's the East Sierra Scenic Byway, the town of Bishop. There's so much to do in that area and beautiful mountains. Do it in the summer, preferably, because it gets kind of really cold and snowy up there. Yeah. And if you're in Bishop, don't miss Schatz Bakery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that is not very well known. West Virginia. That would be another, if you're in the near the East Coast, West Virginia is another hidden gem. The area around the town of Fayetteville, the, the near River Gorge, hello, near River Gorge area, it's gorgeous there. I guess the word gorge from, comes from gorgeous, but um, uh, West Virginia is the one of the, I think it's the only state that is entirely within the, the Appalachian mountain, mountain range. And um, there's a lot to do there in the Fayetteville, uh, West Virginia area. They have a uh, breweries they have uh, a bunch of trails that you can take around the new river gorge and uh, beautiful area used to be the tallest bridge in the world not, not anymore of course but <laughs> <laughs> our landmarks keep getting one up right yeah and, uh, i was just in north dakota at what used to be the tallest uh, man-made structure in the world until until Burj Khalifa in, in Dubai, for example, and you know, we, and uh, I, 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 that's one of the things that I try to do. I try to do like the northernmost highway, the tallest uh, antenna. That, oh yeah. Of course, we have <laughs> Death Valley. With Death Valley, which is the the, the lowest uh, place in North America, uh -huh. and those extreme points are always uh, interesting to see. The biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. I, I, I was really close to it. I just uh, didn't have time to stop at the biggest bottle of twine. They have, uh, they have the world's uh, largest concrete concrete gnome, like you know, a statue of oh, gnome wow. is the world's largest. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the kind of things. That's why it takes us forever to get anywhere. Yeah. Because yeah. we'll mm-hmm. see one of those signs that says, you've got to see this. And we're like, well, yeah. of course well, we, have we to do. See it. <laughs> okay. Quick tip for those things. The, I think the, the best app is Roadside America. I think it's only it's only iOS. They don't have it for Android. But uh, that, that app will give you all those quirky off-the-wall places like that. Yeah. And it, if I'm not mistaken, it's geo-aware. So... When you're driving along, you can go, oh, look, there's the, you know, that's the place where, I don't know, somebody yeah. somebody yeah. did something. Robert, it's always a pleasure to have you here. And we're sure looking forward to seeing you in person in Quartzsite this year. Yeah, for sure. And thank Likewise. you for taking a little break in your drive. Uh, I'm glad I got good internet to talk to you guys. So yeah, it's thank my pleasure you. as well. My pleasure. Yeah, as are we. And have a safe journey. And we will see you on the road. See you guys see in you Quartzsite. Quartzsite. Yep. <laughs> Again, thank you, Robert. We have... Kind of. Yeah, a gadget report. (laughs) I'm seeing more and more people on various forums using electric space heaters in their RVs. And the logic is, well, I'm paying for the electricity. Why wouldn't I? Our logic usually is, well, we're usually boondocking, so we won't be able to use an electric heater. And for the most part... That's true. And we don't use an electric heater. Yeah. And in our trailer, floor space is limited. Yeah. You know, it's a 19 foot travel trailer. So it's a shorty. However. Yeah. (laughs) Recently, we were camping. It was last week. And we discovered a faulty propane valve. And so we didn't have propane in the middle of the night. So, of course, we froze our butts off because it was 25 degrees. <laughs> oh, boy. I know for you folks back east, that's nothing. Uh, you're but like for us, amateurs. that's the worst yeah, ever. We're, <laughs> remember, I think long pants are wrong. Yeah. So we did get a space heater and use it. And it made me think of all those people who are using space heaters. And so I did some research and I got to look at some things that Mike Sokol, the RV electricity expert had to say as well are space heaters safe in your rv and is it a good idea let's look at this briefly if you buy an rv with a electric fireplace it is a space heater it's an electric space heater right right? i mean bottom line so is it a good idea to use a space heater in your rv well it can be and it can be a huge fire hazard right which is a bummer Fires in RVs are bad. So I wrote an article on stressless camping about using an electric space heater and why it's good and bad. But the bottom line is you would want one with tip protection if you are going to use one. So if your kids or pets or if Elvis Presley suddenly comes in your trailer and knocks the... Santa knocks it over. Santa. (laughs) Yeah. Then it will shut off and you will be okay. Because you don't want that thing laying on its side in the middle of the night, still heating up soft materials like flooring and carpets. That's where fires happen. You also want one with a thermostat so it's not a continuous draw on the RV electricity. That's a whole long discussion. That's an entire (laughs) podcast with Mike Sokol. Right. However, here's something to think about. If you are in an area where it gets really cold and you have 
an RV where the underbelly is enclosed, part of what your furnace in the RV does is heat that underbelly so your tanks and pipes don't freeze. An electric space heater is not going to provide that. That's right. So then you may be toasty warm up inside, but your (laughs) underbelly might still be pretty cold and your tanks could still freeze even though you're up there like toasty warm and wearing a tank top. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me. And so if it is going to be really cold and you do have an enclosed underbelly on your RV, you might set your furnace in your RV to a temperature like, you know, whatever its lowest setting is, and then it'll at least keep that above freezing and then use the space heater as additional heat. A little extra warmth. And also make sure there's plenty of space around your space heater. Yeah. That's one of the areas where, you know, RVs use, like especially bedspreads and such, they're those cheap plasticky <laughs> materials. You don't want any of that stuff to catch on fire because that, that would just be a bummer. Yeah. We do want you to be careful out there. Anyway, the article's there on Stressless Camping about using space heater. And speaking of the internet... Last week, we asked you if you travel with pets. <gasps> you of mean we course, were hounding them? We were hounding you for an answer. <laughs> and as expected... Most people's answer was that they travel with dogs. That seems to be the most popular, obvious answer. We had a lot of cats. Yeah. So I was surprised. In (laughs) fact, you know, James and Stephanie from the Fit RV travel with Max the cat. That's right. We know that Mark and Rebecca used to travel with the bird, their little bird named Bozo. Yeah. And you can hear an episode with Mark and Rebecca. That's right. They were full timers for years and actually really ahead of the curve. They worked from their fifth wheel. That's right. The dreamer. But here was the most surprising answer of all. <laughs> and I did I did include this in the well actually one other person asked me to add horses because we happened to start making some friends in our RV basic training camp that are horse people and they have the horse trailers with the little living quarters. And so, you know, some people do travel with their horses or travel because of their horses. And then I also added rodents. <laughs> no matter how I feel about them, I realize that some of them are pets. <laughs> and our friend Holly Cassidy responded and told us that she unintentionally camped with a pet one time. Yeah, so what she said is on a last-minute camping trip, she had to bring her son's rat. And she recommended leaving any small caged animal in a car at night. Because she was worried about attracting snakes. (laughs) So they must have been tent camping, I guess. Yeah, that obviously (laughs) also depends on the temperature and all that stuff. Right. So none of you actually said you intentionally camp with rats. Holly's the only one that ever did it that we know of. Although some people do camp with mice and rats unintentionally. Unintentionally. <laughs> and we have an article about how to prevent that That's on right. stresslesscamping.com. And I know that Abby has had that problem, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we still would like to get answers if you still want to answer, if you have a unique pet travel idea. Where would you post those answers? You. I did say answers. I did it on purpose. There's a W in there. It should be answers. Well. Well, that's a deep subject. (laughs) In our Facebook Stressless Camping podcast group is where we posted the question and we have some answers and that will still be there posted and ready for you to answer. And there's pictures as well, but not of the rat. No, Holly did not give us a picture of the rat. Nope. This week, 
We want to know... Our question of the week. What to you is the most important amenity that a campground can provide? I don't even really want to... I'm going to, but I kind of don't want to put Wi-Fi on the list because that's everybody's answer. But, you know, if you travel with kids, then a playground is probably important or a dog run or a fire ring... What is it? Yeah. What may, what attracts you? You know, maybe your favorite campground is your favorite because it does something that no one else does. What is it? What is the best amenity that a campground can have? That's our question for you this yeah, week. Yeah, we'd, we'd love to know. And of course, you can share your answers with everybody on our very, very friendly Facebook group where you never feel bad about asking a question that you might get criticized for elsewhere so that's right we are a friendly bunch and we'd love to have you on our virtual campfire there and if you have a hard time finding that group on facebook you can just go to our website www.stresslesscamping.com and jump off into our facebook or instagram pages from there yeah we're even on twitter wow so yeah it's stressless camping is a good starting point for articles tips tricks and discounts and it's all the social places we are as well so that's right did you know that if you do not want to miss a future episode of the stressless camping podcast it's free that's on any podcast app we are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire so bring your friends bring your marshmallows and come and join our campfire we really appreciate you we appreciate your listening to us and all and thank you so much for being part of our our little family here and we hope you have a wonderful wonderful holiday and happy happy camping. camping we hope you learned a lot had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping!